What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. We're going to talk about a lot of interesting things happening in the DC extended movie universe today. And so much stuff happening. And I am happy to talk with it with two of my biggest comic book heads. Little brother Jace, how are you? Good. Good. Gunner, how you doing, man? What's good? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm very curious to see what the heck is going on and what you guys think about the happenings in DC movie land. The big news for this week was Michael Keaton may be back as Batman. And it was, it was so randomly out there because initially I read that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was going to be playing Flashpoint Batman in this Flash standalone that's basically a Flashpoint movie that happens to sort of feature Flash 2. But now it's taking a wholly, totally different uh, route. And they're just going to have Michael Keaton's Batman in this Flashpoint universe. And the real kicker, he may not, this may not be a one-off. He may be Batman in other films, like a possible Batgirl standalone film. Which is really odd because I'm just I'm very confused as to how they're gonna make this work. I think for a flashpoint, that could be interesting, but I am really kind of puzzled how this could work. Jace, make some sense of this for me. No. Oh. <laughs> you want to learn me? This doesn't I like the I like the idea like a flashpoint. And especially because we use, um, like, the Arrowverse actually had mentioned, it, the Flashpoint and the CW mentioned Earth 9089, and that was one of the worlds that was destroyed. And it did not mention that world came back. It was like, I know they don't really care about CW world, but it's like, if Ezra Miller asked to make a cameo in the small screen Flash TV show during their crisis, maybe have a little respect for that. Ezra Miller didn't ask for that. The movie people mm-hmm. said, "Hey, let's can we throw him in here?" I'm sure Ezra was fine with it based on him actually showing up, but that wasn't some. Hey, I'm Ezra Miller, and I want to be in this crossover. No, 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 not in a neg- not in a negative way. What I'm saying is like their people, like the the Flash movie people, respected the TV show Flash enough to be in there so it's like hey why not i mean because i don't think having michael keaton as um uh, thomas wayne would be a bad idea because i mean i mean we saw him when he wants to play that gruff bad guy dude he he, he knocks it out the park with the uh, vulture so i would think just go with that and it's like i mean make i mean make flashpoint but also i'm what i'm also trying to wrap my head around is like if you guys are going in a flashpoint, what is the point of flashpoint when it looks like you're almost going in the direction that um, Zack Snyder wanted to do from his Justice League? So what do you need to do a flashpoint to correct something? I, I'm, I'm, I don't understand that. That's why I cannot come up with a good explanation for this. To answer your question, I think, 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 think the intent with Flashpoint is to 
explain away Ben Affleck not being there anymore so they can replace him mm-hmm. and not have a thing of, hey, where's the guy who started off with this? Um, and initially, it seemed like they were also going to use Flashpoint to phase out Henry Cavell. But he is like, nope, I'm down, want to stay Superman, want to keep playing him for years, so you're not getting rid of me. Which is great, because I think he's perfect for the role, and he's interested. It's not something of, I'm disillusioned with this. DC, you guys suck at making DC movies. I'm out of here. I mean, he um, could really badmouth DC, and they would be like, yep, we, we agree. Yeah, I think every, I think a lot of the fan base would be like, yeah, we're with you, Henry. Hey, I had a daggone part in this movie. I'm just basically a head on a CGI body most of this movie. Ray Fisher, isn't that the name of the gentleman? I didn't hear who you were talking about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Ray Fisher's role is going to be expanded in this Justice League Snyder cut. So, And he's also going to be in this Flashpoint movie Mm -hmm. that happens to star Flash. Gunnar, what do you think about it? I would hope he'd... I mean, Cyborg was a pretty integral part in Flashpoint. It was like the only thing that was the same. Um, Only, you know, only hero, so to speak, that was the same. uh, personality-wide, he had a higher profile. So, hmm? he had a higher profile in Flashpoint. He was like one of the main heroes. Yeah, which has never happened yeah. to a black character. Period. You know, you know, in a comic like that. You know what I mean? I can't think of one of the, the mosaic, obviously, with the um, Green Lantern. Um, but anyway, uh, so I guess I thought it was gonna like okay. I guess he's just gonna be Thomas Wayne keep reading oh they're gonna have them back i'm like oh so is this like the recon you know the reconstituted universe after flashpoint is fixed to where things are still just slightly off you know what i mean like so yeah. that means okay so here's grizzly um michael keaton coming from vulture marvel jail but now back in the batman suit you know on dc side yeah, how's that going to work, by the way, too? Because I thought they were bringing Vulture back for... Uh, yeah. going to be a new Vulture. Well, maybe yeah. not. I mean, it's not like they're they're doing exclusive contracts. They're not like the artists yeah. in DC or writers who could only sign with Marvel and DC. There's no, nothing to keep them locked in from one universe to the other. Because he's supposed to... It's kind of interesting. He's supposed to be in uh, the Spider-Verse. That's what I said. Sinister oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's strange, but anyways, I, I I thought it was like at first I was like, cool, why not? Best Batman, I think, because I mean, after him was Val Epping Kilmer, and then you know, and then yeah, you had uh, then you had Christian Bale, which is great, but he was doing his best Michael Keaton impression for the second, you know, the second movie, the second third movie with that weird voice thing that didn't quite go over. Michael Keaton's voice was a little bit better. I'm not um, wearing hockey pads. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the hell, dude? Like, chill out. Like, your voice in the first movie was just fine. Yeah, oh, the voice that anyway. they did for Ben Affleck, Batman was perfect. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. Like, that's how it's supposed to be a scrambler yeah. of some sort. Anyhow. It a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. The, the cool effects they didn't have in 89 or yeah. Universe 89. <laughs> um, so, or, or, you know, maybe it reconstitutes the damn. Yeah, the Rika, thank you, Recon, the the damn universe for from Flashpoint. Because remember, if he's doing Flashpoint and he appeared in the other, you know, weird crisis, then he's doing his own Flashpoint later 
right? So then he screws mm-hmm. up the entire multiverse in that way. You get what I mean? So maybe, you know, the other, the cool Barry Allen that we know and love instead of this dude uh, <laughs> will come back and help him like other Flash did. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up that will probably be better than the actual storyline. But I think that <laughs> the, the, I think that you're to hit you hit the nail on the head. Like they're trying to just say, okay, this is like the re the reconstituted new diverse that's like here. We're gonna screw Ben Affleck. Here's what it really happened. We're just gonna put well, the I think Affleck together. Be, I think he was just dealing with the stress and struggling with his alcoholism, and that was the main reason he didn't want to stay in the role. And that seems to be the story of the case, so I'm all right with that. Yes. Yeah, Which I means mean, Iron Man went to that argument, huh? Dang. You know, it's funny because I could have seen, you know, they could have slapped a mustache on him. I could have seen him playing boozy Tony Stark really easily. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> you know, he was like Ben Affleck, Armageddon era, would have been able to pull off that cocky young no. Tony Stark and now version Ben Affleck would have been able to pull the, the wise and older version. Yeah. He's a little jaded. Like in that movie that he did yeah. right before everything shut down, the basketball coach deal. Oh God. Yeah. But yeah, Flashpoint is a really interesting story. And for you you guys out there who have not read it, I'm going to give you a very brief synopsis. Uh, basically Barry is like, you know what? My mom's dead. I don't want her to be dead anymore. I'm going to go back in time and fix it. And he does. But he messes everything else up in doing that. And in this new world, this new universe of his, Superman is locked up in a jail cell. And he's like a scrawny kid because he's never been around the sun. Aquaman and Wonder Woman are leading their respective armies at war against each other. Has a real cool story in the background that I'm not going to get into. Batman is Thomas Wayne because his son has been gunned down by a crook. And that didn't sit very well with his wife, who takes a very clownish turn. And Cyborg is the main hero in this universe. And he's working with all these little kids who form Shazam. And it's a really bizarre DC universe. And Flash is trying to figure out what went wrong and how to fix it. So with Cyborg and Flashpoint Batman's help, they actually come to figure out how to stop it because everything is has gotten bad and is getting much, much worse. I and say, I think... Huh? I was going to say, that's a movie that should take like three, three and a half hours, but if you can do it, that could be really cool with the character. No. I mean, the DC movie did a really good job. The Flashpoint Paradox, that was yeah. a great the, the animated joint. Yeah. I just watch it randomly and be like, yeah, I yeah. today. Like, that was really good. That was perfect. I mean, they yeah. did a perfect job. Like, here's what went wrong. Just in case you didn't understand. Oh, this dude's losing this. I mean, it was, I won't yeah. say it's frame by frame, but it's storyline. It was as good as you could do in 90 minutes. And yeah. I think that was yeah, exactly. one of those where it's like, why can't you guys make all of your movies that true to the source material? Because that was a really good movie. Right. Just do all of them like that. Like they did with uh, Judas Contract. That was pretty close to the source material just based off of the Titans they had in the animated universe. That was basically the only difference. But they, they stuck to the core of the story really well. And Death of Superman, they did really well too. So it's I don't know. 
I'm not going on a rant on these animated movies, but Flashpoint well, animated movies are clearly better than the other movies. <laughs> uh, by far better. Twice because they're like, no, the first time we screwed it up. Now we're going to do it right. Yeah. Oh, they needed to because their first one's trash. Yeah. And watch it. Big trash. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Good call. Not yeah, you chose properly. So <laughs> right now we've got Stargirl on DC Universe and the CW. And I have to say my big gripe with this show continues to exist. The fact that they didn't take advantage of the cool actual source material and just have Stargirl interact with a bunch of adults as the one teen on the group. I think that was a missed opportunity. But other than that, the show's great. Chase, what are you thinking about it so far? Uh, I, here's, here's, I'm going to say, I like I liked the show a lot. It's very different tonally than a lot of the other CW shows. But from where I, I didn't watch today's or this week's episode. Ooh. But with that, I would almost say, wait another week or so. It, before you start binging it, because I think where they left off last week is like, okay, we're we're team building, but no, you don't even have to. This last episode was the exact point. If you want to binge, that's six episodes in. It was episode okay. six. So if you watch those six, you've got a really good sense of what's going on in the show, the characters. I think they're doing a phenomenal job making you care about the characters, the main characters, the supporting characters, the fringe characters, and the random people who are there for one episode. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, uh, I, in, in one of the few, this is one of those few times I'm actually intrigued to see the villain storyline and, and see how that's turning out. Um, at least where I was last week, it was like, oh, what do y'all got cooking up here? So but I, I think it's been... So from the sound of it, I haven't watched Stargirl. I've just been in a hole. Sorry. Um, but six episodes in, I'm down. DC Universe app, I need to like, I don't know. I'm still confused. Like, what's going to be on DC Universe app? What's going to be on the other channel? It's like DC Universe app is loading out their stuff because mm-hmm. HBO Now or whatever they're showing at Max is yes. is doing Doom Patrol season two, and I'm like, wait, where's everything else? Back to yeah. Stargirl. Sorry. Doom um, Patrol coming back to. No, I think Friday. Oh, Friday. watch the episode. Okay, I won't be watching. Yeah. No, you guys can. Oh yeah, you were you were like this is too weird. I get it. <laughs> it is a very weird show, but you know, Doom Patrol. I think is a show that almost works better to binge because waiting yeah. week to week from payoffs for things that don't get resolved until the end may be frustrating if you're used to the beginning and end. Like a traditional comic show. Yeah. No, the piece of it was weird to me. Anyway, it was. Another, we were talking about another show. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, all right. Well, hold on. Before we go back to the Doom Patrol, I think you will really enjoy Stargirl because I think, yeah. you know, Jeff Johns, who created the character with Lee Motor, he understands exactly what he wants in this show. He's the head uh, writer, showrunner. Uh, so there's not that, hey, what's Stargirl about? Um, and like I said, the, the only thing is, like I said about Black Lightning, Black Lightning's first season I felt was compromised a little bit because Black Lightning almost from the start had a 
had to share the spotlight with his daughter who had powers and then he knew eventually his other daughter was going to start showing powers too and I don't feel like we got enough of Jefferson on his own before we started going hey time to bring the sidekicks and I feel like with some shows that's okay to do but Black Lightning one because it was like the only black lead show on the CW and two their powers aren't that different that we really needed to spin off sidekick characters right away. Mm-hmm. Stargirl, I think, has some of that, but the characters' powers are different. The biggest difference for me is that in the JSA comic book, Justice Society comic, the characters are all legacy. So they're either friends or sidekicks of the of an original character, the children of an original hero, and they want to carry on for you know what they what they've learned from their mentors. And that's missing because it's kind of like, hey, here you go. And it, and that's why I kind of think if they were more adults and then she's the one team trying to join a group of mm-hmm. adults that would have been a different thing that we haven't had in any of these shows. You know, that teenager trying to, Hey, I'm good enough to be with you guys too. Kind of thing. And I think that would have made for an easier way to keep them out and not have to focus on all the rest of the heroes as much as star, especially in this first season. Well, I'm saying, but the good thing is, even though it's a DC universe show slash CW show, they haven't done the usual CW show mess. There's no love triangle to start the show. I'm so happy about that. Yes, you're right. They haven't Dude, even bothered with the that's like the season one. That's that's the that's part of the that's part of the recipe that you put in a pot on the season one stove. You know, season one stew of yep. a superhero show on CW. You got the <laughs> love triangle. You got your random team that eventually will get powers or exactly. join your team. Yep. You got the main characters, like, I don't want you to join the team. You, then you got the main character's whole arc, and you got the cool villain who dies instead of stays for other seasons. You know, who's a mysterious, shadowy figure who's been one of the cast yeah. members all along. Yeah. yeah. Stargirl does not feel like a CW explaining. show. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it feels like a totally different thing. Like, the fight scenes clearly seem to have more effort, thought, money put behind them. They're not cheaping out. And it's like, whoa, costumes look great. Like season one. <laughs> like, fight scenes are done in, I mean, during the day, not like, we'll we'll put it all at night so you can't see how cheap this is. Oh, I feel God. like girls' fight scenes were consistently yeah. good. It was more shows like Supergirl and occasionally The Flash where they had to do more than just make a blur on screen to show his powers. I think Stargirl does a good job of showcasing the powers of the characters and the abilities in a way that feels like a comic book. That's how it's supposed to be. Good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Well, they got, I guess they got maybe a budget situation that's different, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm curious to see where the money flow, how the money flows. Cause we have, it's a different feature too. You know what I mean? It's different from arrow. Arrow wasn't on CW app. It's still not, um, you know what I mean? Excuse me. It's a uh, DC app. It's still not right. So, I'm wondering how that money was divvied off, right? I'm just curious. Yeah, maybe it's a deal. Like they put more stuff into it. Might be still that they might have to have those on Netflix for a number of years. Mm -hmm. 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 M
plus. Oh no, I'm not more. I'm more or less not talking about that. I'm more talking about like CW has a budget. This is what your budget is. Go. Yeah. Right. Oh. You know, here's Stargirl that's on. Really, if you look at it, two different apps. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Did DC proper put this together? It seems like it. Versus, you know, CW with DC's permission. You get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have it like Jeff said, having Jeff Johns write it versus all mm-hmm. of Greg. Uh, I, can't, I don't know his last name. I can't remember his last name either. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I can never pronounce it. Yeah. It's like, here's here's our CWs too. Go. This is like five it up. Is. 22. It is. Right. You, you got like, yeah, you've got a template. Yeah. And they just, they never deviate from it. It's like every show. Like, I'm still on season two of Black Lightning, but I'm just like, oh, gosh. Jeff. I stopped in the oh you stopped in the middle of season two too because I was like dude I, dude, I stopped like... after the second episode and I, it was it one hundred percent had to do with the fact that Black Lightning gets like twenty five percent of the screen time each episode. Mm-hmm. Honestly, listeners, done. you don't know this, but Jeff has been stuck on probably the last two episodes of Black Lightning season two for about a month and a half. Like, That's not true. I think uh, I have one more episode to go. Oh, you, you finished that second to last one. Okay. There you go. It's Dude, a, they're still in the cave. In my head, they're still in that damn cave. I was like, this is Twilight. I can't watch this anymore. I've already skipped the uh, crisis. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. Got a now, honestly, <laughs> if anyone who's not watched Black Lightning Season 2, skip it. I think, <laughs> I, I think you, you, you can get the you know, previously on Black Lightning and be good. Because she was just long. Oh, Khalil loves blah, blah. Anissa can find Grace, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Jefferson, what are you doing? This isn't my show. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so just skip season two and you'll be in a better place. Yeah. And he's in crossovers after season three, so even better. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so let's move on here. And uh, yeah, Doom Patrol starts this Friday. Um, it's gonna be weird again, and I'm gonna watch it and see what happens. Another thing that's in the works, though, uh, a live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series is rumored to be in the works for CBS All Access. What do you guys think? Are you interested in watching a live-action tar- TMNT show? I mean, nine. I mean, eight, nine-year-old, and what was it? Eight and eleven. What was it? Nine and eleven-year-old Melvin was definitely down for the secret of the ooze and the previous one with the crappy uniform. Uh, we don't acknowledge the other three, the other what two that they did. Um, so, uh, you know, I think forty-year-old Melvin would be interested in what they do and make it look cooler. I don't know. Did I you watch they, the recent movies? recent movies uh, like the animated ones or no no the uh, live action deals uh steven Not Bell's in the recent ones. god no no the one with the when he's davy jones i was like oh, no, i'm just not watching casey jones that's davy jones wow yes. casey jones um jesus so, yeah, I, yes i did not watch the damn movie um no yeah I, I i was like this seems like a good combination but i have a feeling this is going to be a really really bad movie Gunner, so the 2014 movie was terrible. It followed that whole, hey, the the thing that you're watching this for, we're going to make them not a main part of it. We're going to focus on dumb humans. But the 2016 uh, sequel 
is really good. I have that in my collection. They did huh. a good job with Shredder, uh, Krang. They even had a uh, oh man, what's Baxter Stockman? Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, Crane, Baxter Stockman. What? Dude, yeah, they they the did a really good job with it. Okay. okay. I was surprised because okay. I you know I hated the first one, and that was that was midway through the second was like y'all kind of like this. And it's always weird when that you don't like one, like G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. And then the second one's kind of like, hey, this isn't half bad. I'm not going to get that first one to explain some things. But this, the second one's not bad. Hmm. So, yeah. Now, here's something on the rumor list. I want to know if you guys think this is a good idea. Jace, Ryan Reynolds is rumored to return as Green Lantern for Zack Snyder's Justice League in a cameo role. Okay. I do not. In a cameo playing Hal Jordan, uh, he didn't. I mean, it was like funny. He didn't suck in the role. It was just they didn't write it right. I mean, honestly, yeah. um, he could he could have easily pulled off cocky, want to punch him in the face, Hal Jordan. Um, like Blake Lively could have easily done Star Sapphire. Um, Easily, I mean, yeah, I don't think that was a case of bad casting. I think that movie suffered from being written like it was coming out in 2002, as opposed to 2011. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. that was almost as much as I hate the grittier version of DC. I think slightly grittier version of Green Lantern could have worked a lot better, like uh, a Zack Snyder version of Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, that's what right. my. Uh, I mean, they're an intergalactic police force. I'm, yeah, it's like, I mean, you put the same amount of budget behind it. I'm not opposed to that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I still think if I if I can get, um, was it Nathan Fillion, Fillion? Yeah. Guy, yeah. guy from who plays him, who does the voice acting. If I can get him, if I can't get him, hey, Ryan Reynolds doing a pinch. No problem. Gunner, yeah, casting for Green Lantern was perfect. The casting for Green Lantern was absolutely perfect. Parallax terrible, of course. We already talked about that many a times on this show, probably like episode two of this show. Um. <laughs> if, there's a, if there's a pitch meeting where they say, all right, the main bad guy's going to be this blob. Say He's no. going to be a cloud. No. <laughs> well, we got this idea for Galactus. He's going to be a cloud. No. Oh, that, that was, was terrible. Dumb. No, this uh, this sounds cool though. Like, uh, I wouldn't mind a cameo. It wasn't his fault. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's funny because in that battle uh, with the Green Lantern got killed, they had like a pretty cool Green Lantern outfit and ring, and they could CGI a Green Lantern outfit probably better than the trash that they did in the actual movie. Yeah, we didn't need the glowy. I mean, keep in mind that era. What was that? Twenty eleven. Everybody went CGI crazy. Do you remember nah, Wanted? It was. You remember Wanted? Was, dude. dude, that was that year, wasn't it? That oh was after Iron Man in Dark Knight. So oh, they had yeah. no excuse well, to do the way they better. put that movie out. Well, I'm saying they should have known better. There were so yeah. many things that they could have done right, um, but they just didn't. Um, but the casting was the one thing that they did really Really, 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 really. Armstrong, well. Sinestro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. 
good lord, Sinestro was cast. I, if you don't bring anybody else, bring back Mark Strong as Sinestro for something. Yeah, basically, if, if there's a role for a bad guy and you don't have Mark Strong involved, you're not quite doing everything right. You're missing not doing it right. And then Amanda Waller, I'm Angela Bassett. I'm like, you know what? No, it was Viola Davis. I'm not Davis. going to be mad at it. No, I can't no, no, be no. mad at it. Just in in Green Lantern, she was. It was Amanda Waller was Angela Bassett. He was Waller right. in that movie. They, yep. Yeah, and they killed her off. They, they did kill her, her off. off. Well, that was, that was glass in the face. That was bad decisions all around, huh? Yep. All around. That's when the movie went down. I'm like, wait, why are you killing Amanda Waller already? Like I started she questioning was Doctor Waller. Was she was she the Amanda Waller? Was she the wall? There's Amanda Waller, sir. Hmm. Okay. Anyhow, yeah. So I'd like to see our boy show back up. And I actually wouldn't mind him because I think that you really shouldn't do – I mean, you can clearly, but you can't really do a Justice League without having him. And that brings me to my next question. Every – I mean, there's so much buzz around this Snyder cut. And I feel like if we're ever going to get that momentum to get a Justice League 2 – they need to be working on it now. Should a Justice League 2 movie have Zack Snyder directed or have someone else? I think they're using the Zack Snyder cut kind of as a, okay, let's see. Everyone has issue with this melted film. Maybe we see what Zack Snyder really had planned for everybody and see what the audience really wants. I mean, we keep saying we know what the audience wants, but maybe we actually ask them. Um, it's like, I mean, do you really want to dark? I mean, if you saw how Batman Superman was without the extended cut, you're like, this was not a movie deserving a sequel. Right. Well, you see the extended cut, it's like, okay, I see there's a vision here. I wouldn't mind going on the ride, seeing, seeing where we get, where it takes us. <laughs> All right, Gunner, how about you? I'm curious to see what it's like. I'm just yeah. curious. Let's see what happens. I mean, they can't do it. I mean, they've already, you know what I mean? At this point, they're like, well, I mean, we've already done crap. So let's see what happens. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, it's already been crap. If All right, last. Get some of these. Ant- Sorry. Good. Last news for the day here. There's going to be a new screen movie. Starring David Arquette. It's going to be released by Paramount next year. You guys still interested and want to scream? Huh? No. Are you guys still interested and want to scream? So Nev oh. Camp is not back in the movie? I think so. But why? No, I thought we concluded this like three times already. Actually, two times already. Okay. There were two conclusions to this thing. Yeah, she's going to be back most why? likely. Why? Who else in her life has been had a grudge against her? Jesus Christ. I don't think she oh. had. Have you not liked the four Scream films? One, two. Three was like, okay, I guess. What? And four, I was like, what? It's like, really? no, it was just, it, dude, it's repetitive. It's too wait, repetitive. Okay. I mean, like, two was, two was, uh, two, two was garbage. Yeah, three, I really like two. I mean, no, I'm not. Actually, like two. Three was good. Four was like, oh, that was a smart idea. Yeah, I think three concluded it well, and then four was like this extra 
at you know at the end like like a train of a you know like another car on a train i'm like why a useless car on a train oh, anyway <laughs> i was just tired of it because i mean and you know me a bit horrible because after a while it's just the same thing over and over again you're not really a horror movie fan either right no okay. or thriller i mean i am a thriller movie fan, thriller, but horror. after four i mean I always tell you, every horror movie uh, four ends up in space or something. So <laughs> after a certain point, I kind of lose interest. Scream five so, in space. Sign me up. <laughs> is Scream going to be in space? In space? Cause, oh. I'm there. I can't hear you scream in space, Connor. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Um, I just did that with it. So let's see. Ooh. We'll take one more. Sure. What else is DC screwing up? <laughs> I had to sneeze. Oh. And it was being very dramatic with the pause there. It was like, uh, do I, do I, do I? Are you guys excited about Matrix 4? They're, they're going back to resume shooting now, but I still have not worked up much excitement for this film. Orange Fishbird coming back. I heard he was not. I don't think so. Then why am I watching this? Yeah, it's kind of like... I don't know why yeah, one cast Reeves come changes back. makes like, a difference. But yeah, I'm with you. Like, eh. Let's say it's like, you're probably not going to get Hugo, Hugo Webern and you need Lawrence Fishburne's coolness to really sell. I mean, like, Keanu sells one version of cool but you need Lawrence Fishburne's other cool to really make that movie. It is a trinity of coolness. Ha. Carrie Ann Moss ha, 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 was cool too. And, but yeah, it's the three of them. That's, that's the ones they always put on the covers of everything. It's that trio. Yep. And missing one is like a chair with two legs instead of three. And let's, and let's be honest. Like if you remember one of the coolest things you saw about matrix was watching Carrie Ann, Hit that uh, scorpion kick. Uh, right. That was 20 years ago. I'm. I mean, even Neo doing some. I mean, Keanu Reeves doing some of those moves are gonna be like, ah, this is a stretch. I mean, it's like we could. I mean, you could use them as a cameo role to the kid having some kind of thing in Matrix. Mm-hmm. Like that would be that. That's a much more workable effort for me. And but also yeah, do it. Force Awakens, but it's like they start the movie and but just no, like no. Just so my thing to you though, I watch a John Wick movie, which is basically souped up Neo anyway, who just can't fly, and I'm perfectly fine. Don't think about hey, how old is Keanu Reeves? I think the problem is the Matrix. I don't know what else they can do or say. Because they got really bogged down with pretentious writing by the mm-hmm. by the midpoint of the second film, where it's just like, oh gosh, stop taking yourself so serious. I think there's potential in a modern, everybody's on their phones society to write a cool story, but I just don't necessarily trust the Wachowskis to deliver that. Like, I mean, I like agree. People are still the batteries hooked into their phone, but. Then they then they start writing it a little extra speed uh, speed racer ish. It goes down the drain. Yep. Yeah. I like speed racer. 
but also it's like uh this was just about racing where did we why did we go all over here listen Right. I don't know how you could talk bad about Speed Racer. And yeah. I think next week we should talk about movies that you thought were going to be bad, but actually weren't, that you actually liked. Oh. Despite I'm... going in with the worst opinion of it. And I Gunner, speaking of a thriller movie that even you may like, I watched this movie that's coming to drive th- drive throughs. Yes. Drive ins. Drive ins. Um, followed. It's not quite like a paranormal activity, but it's one of those, um, hey, we found this video and here's how everything plays out. Basically, a guy runs a thriller horror blog or vlog, uh, goes to this haunted hotel, and there is some events based on real life with his camera crew in his quest to find followers or to get more followers so he can get a big sponsorship deal. And of course, bad things happen and freaky stuff occurs i really like this one thought it was really good i'm not normally the biggest oh boy here's the video we found it you know guy but this one mm-hmm. i thought was really good and it's not cheap either in a sense of like oh boy that's that's corny and cheap or cheap in terms of how it looks yeah i like how blair was finished was unfinished you know what i mean like it didn't look polished that's how i like my my direct-to-video this one this one's kind of like i mean it's it's like a modern deal where it looks like that hey i shot it on my camera video quality yeah yeah i think those are clever because it's like you can get away with not having the most pristine setup and lighting it's just like it's just your crappy little video camera from your phone or whatever and a crappy cloverfield monster situation yeah but uh yeah that was good and if it's in this area i would recommend checking it out if you're driving it's available and open excuse me where can we find a review for this movie um i think you know but why don't you tell them on lousemoviefile.com that's hilarious that was good good. i mean a little forced but i don't mind Hey, you should, you, should, you, should, you, should, you gotta be able to promote yourself. Come on. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I appreciate it. Well, fellas. Hey, I didn't get to tell you my Keanu Reeves theory. Okay, what you got? Well, I was thinking, like, you mentioned John Wick, and I remember, or Matrix 4, and then John Wick, and I remember thinking when I first heard it, I was like, what if John Wick was nothing but Neo dreaming? Because, you know, he's still plugged into the joint. What if it's just Neo plugged into the Matrix? That's his reality. They need to do something. Mm-hmm. So Benji's I think that movie should be theater. Matrix 4. I think that should be Matrix 4. That's the only way to salvage a movie like that. I have a question for you guys. Benji's, here in our local area in Baltimore, has a double feature. Would you guys go see this said double feature of E.T. and Back to the Future? I actually apparently saw E.T., and I put saw in quotes because I was three, um, <laughs> saw E.T. in a drive-thru, at a drive-thru. So, yeah. It's always been confusing for me. It's forever. Drive-thru is McDonald's. Drive-in is where Damn, drive-in. I think I just caught that from you because I never do that. I'm sorry. Drive-in. I did not catch it at oh, Burger King. I did yeah. catch it at a drive-in. <laughs> like when I spelled dessert in desert. It's like, wait, which way is exactly. which here? Yeah. So good deal. 
All right, fellas, it's that magical time of the night. Who are your nominees for dummies of the week? Little brother, who you got? Oh, man. Uh, my dummy of the week is Mel Gibson. Mm. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, man. So, when that little writer said he might have made, you know, a sexist, mm. uh, anti Semitic comment, and Mel no, Gibson denies no it. Way. No way. Not Mel. I, I mean, it's like, Mel, you know, there's some people be like, you know, maybe you didn't do it, but Mel, sorry, we we've seen you on 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 your ish. Where's there alcohol involved? It's like, ah, uh, yeah, you you could have easily had a bad day on set and let that one slip. So you need more people. So I'm gonna believe Winona Ryder, and I'm gonna say my dummy of the week is Mel Gibson for thinking we were gonna believe that mess. You need more people. Gunner, you got one? I actually don't this week. My nominee for Dummy of the Week is anybody who listens to George R.R. Martin. He says he ah. hopes to have the latest edition of Game of Thrones, Win of Win- Winds of Winter, finished by 2021. If you buy that or are still interested at this point, I have so much stuff to sell you. I'm just like, dude, you don't, you're not even interested in finish, finishing this. Dude, I want to see a Venn diagram of Jay Electronica fans and <laughs> Martin fans who are waiting for, are waiting for album before you made it. <laughs> Jay's album came out, so maybe <laughs> we'll see another Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah, come on, dude. Nobody buys you on that. Like so two years since like <laughs> Game of Thrones ended on HBO, man. Come yeah, on. man. It's like, dude, <laughs> that moment is past. You you needed to be ahead of the show, and you're like, oh, right. hey guys, we still got that book coming next year. I mean, right. I mean, is he going somewhere that he can't write right now? Man, you're in quarantine life, man. How are you not just sitting down there having Uber Eats give you groceries while you write? Come on, man. I mean, if he can't get if he can't get the book done during a pandemic, it's just never getting done. That's the truest fact I've ever heard. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> it's, there's no hope if this once this right. once this pandemic's over, there's just no hope. Yeah. Hey guys, good news, pandemic's over. <laughs> Sweet, how's that book? Yeah, I'm hoping to have uh, it done. Uh, 2023 is ready for next week. <laughs> Uh, I'm very optimistic that I'm going to make some headway soon. Gosh. Can we talk about getting that advance back? (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, fellas. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thank y'all, as always, for rolling. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.